Life as a woman in the 21st century is challenging. We experience social pressures to have a great job, be the best mom, partner, daughter, and maybe for some, depending on your age, caregivers for your parents. That means we have limited time for self-care. But did you know that taking just 20 minutes of me time three to five times a week will actually make you calmer, centered, and more productive in whatever it is that you need to do? One of the best ways I find my inner calm is to do yoga, of course, but also to learn something new and exciting, to get my mindset away from that monumental to-do list. Life is so serious so much of the time, so it's important to lighten up and take a break from it all. In this podcast, we will be discussing topics that I find fascinating and that help me get into a positive present moment headspace. Appropriately titled Yoga, the Moon, and Me, we will be discussing yoga, of course, but also spirituality, travel, the moon, her energy and her phases, and, well, life. You can find a new podcast here each week, sometimes just me, and sometimes I'll have a partner in crime. I don't take myself too seriously, and I believe that most problems can be solved by a conversation and 60 good minutes on a yoga mat. So from my sacred space to yours, welcome to the Yoga, the Moon, and Me podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Green River Yoga Company. Once upon a time, we were a brick and mortar studio, but now you can find the studio here online. That means you can practice with us anywhere, anytime, no matter where you are in the world. You can even take us on holidays. If you are interested in joining our virtual yoga community, check out the GRYC membership for live and on-demand yoga classes, meditation, higher learning, community, and so much more. Go from struggling to find balance in your life, to belonging to a supportive yoga community, and having a regular yoga practice that you can be proud of with just a few short clicks. To learn more, or to get started, go to www.greenriveryogacompany.com. As many of you know, I have a great passion for traveling. So what makes a great traveler? Well, that's a good question. A thirst for adventure, being okay with change all of the time, setting aside your fear of the unknown. That might be a good start. Me? Well, I am the third and youngest daughter of my parents who never really ventured beyond Ontario. So to be honest, I don't know where my travel bug came from, but it was always present. Actually, I was always a little bit different. My older sisters lived at home while they went to post-secondary school. And for me, well, I just couldn't wait for the adventure to begin. I went to college just 90 minutes or so away from home, but it was just far enough away to give me the freedom that I was looking for. I went into hospitality because that for me was the ticket to traveling. 
once I saw how little travel agents actually made, I decided to go into convention management or event planning, which today I'm super grateful for because I plan several yoga retreats each year, and this schooling gave me the organizational skills to do it. I took my first trip to UK and Europe when I was 19. And to be honest, I have spent the last 33 years just planning my next trip. I have lived in England and Germany, and while Canada will always be my home, there are several places that hold my heart and soul. Deja vu is defined as a feeling of having already experienced the present situation. And there have been a few times in my traveling life that I have experienced an overwhelming sense of coming home, even though I was just stepping off of a bus arriving in a town that I had never visited in this lifetime before. The first time I experienced this, I was in a very small village in northern Germany, and then of course, the highlands of Scotland. They have a stronghold on my heart. It's quite literally a physical pain that I experience when I'm leaving them. It gets me every time. So until I can physically live there, I just have to go back as often as I can. The funny thing about travel for me is that it taught me from an early age to appreciate experiences over things. So my home style could be best described as shabby chic, all of my furniture is so mismatched. I feel like I have created my own style really because it's just not my priority. I want it to be comfortable for my family, but I would rather spend $100 on a couch and $1,000 on a flight. It's just always been that way. So my poor sister, who is an interior designer and who is that person who just walks into a room and moves a pillow and brings the whole room together. Well, you can imagine her struggle with my lifestyle. The other interesting fact about travel for me is that it brings me into the present moment. When I'm at home working or planning my weeks, I can get lost in daydreaming or just doing one thing but thinking of another, not really present. But when I am traveling, I am hyper alert to all of the new things that I might be seeing or experiencing, whether it be a mountain, a sheep or a castle, I am fully present, appreciating the scene in front of me. Coming from Canada, where everything is considerably new, I just gave you air quotes there. I love going into a church or castle or pub that has been around since, say, the 1100s. It's impossible to not feel the energy of hundreds of years and the countless souls that have stood exactly where I might be standing in that moment. It is, for me anyways, an amazing feeling. In German, they have this great word, Fanweh. It's like homesickness, but for a place that is not actually your home. Wanderlust, I guess, would best describe it in English. Adding yoga to travel is the perfect balance. Travel is stressful on the mind and body, and yoga helps to ease the mind and stretch out the body. I love sharing my favorite countries and the gift of yoga with others. That's why I offer unique destination yoga retreats. 
Just like I've never been traditional, the retreats I offer are different as well. One part culture and history and one part yoga. It just works. So what are my upcoming travel plans? Well, next month, I'm heading to Iceland North to lead a yoga retreat in Akureyri and then onto the Myvatn region. I know I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but my Icelandic is lacking. Here we will practice yoga, of course, and explore the radical nature that Iceland offers. We're super hopeful that by going in October, we will get to experience the Northern Lights. Let me know if you've seen them before. I have seen the Northern Lights twice in Iceland and a few times here where I live in central Ontario, and they're absolutely amazing. I will be sure to post pictures on my website and on social at Green River Yoga Company if we are lucky enough to see them. You might find this shocking, but I have been accused of spending more of my mental space in the spiritual realms as opposed to the scientific world. So for you science minds, here's a more refined definition of what we hope to experience. The Northern Lights, also known as the Aurora Borealis, is a natural electrical phenomenon characterized by the appearance of streamers of reddish or greenish light in the sky, usually north, usually near the northern or southern magnetic poles. So I've seen green before and I've seen white. I've never seen red. So who knows? Maybe I'll get to see some pinks or reds. What else is coming up in April and maybe May too, depending on if my April trip sells out, uh, I'm going to take groups to Scotland, which as you know, is my favorite place. This time we're going to be venturing to parts where I haven't ventured before. And so I'm super excited about that. We will be going to the Shetland Islands which are famous for their incredible wildlife, the Shetland ponies, of course. And if you've watched the criminal series called Shetland, well, that's definitely put it on the world map for the non-travelers. And while well, they're popular for their wool, of course. So I'm not a knitter, but my friend Anne is, and she is dying to get to the wool shops over there. So we'll keep you posted, but don't expect any knitting podcasts from me anytime soon. Um, from there, we're going to go on to the Orkney Islands. I'm also very excited to visit the Standing Stones of Stennes. These are very likely the oldest standing stones on the British Isles, and I'm especially looking forward to seeing, um, well, maybe touching, the Odin Stone. And so you can look those up, um, Standing Stones of Stennes, and look up Odin Stone. So I'll keep you posted, or if you are interested in traveling with me, well, hey, just shoot me a message or an email, and I can can keep you up to date on upcoming adventures um, and give you details on those trips. Okay, guys, that is it for me. Uh, I have many people ask me why I love to travel and hopefully uh, that covered it off for you. It is absolutely the um, healthiest sickness I think I have ever had, sickness of traveling. Um, if you're an avid traveler too, let me know. I want to hear from you. I want to hear about where your favorite places to travel are. Um, yeah, shoot me a note. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Namaste.